Welcome to Recharge the Soul Show, a place where we aspire to take our tips and tools we teach in our mind, body, and soul recharging women's retreats and put them in this here podcast. You're wanting to up-level, uplift, and shift into a constant flow state of joy, then you came to the right space. And we are your hosts. She's my daughter, Bailey. And she's my mom, Ann, aka the Shaman Mom. We could not be more grateful to have you here with us. And we hope you enjoy. Hi, everybody. I'm here with my co-host. Hello, this is Bailey. My beautiful daughter and myself. We just got back from Sayulita. And we want to just tell you we're really grateful you're here, number one. And that it is the brand new year and it has been... Just a wild start to this brand new year. Don't you think so? It's been a wild <laughs> start to this brand new year. Between, I mean, if you've been paying attention to online and the things going on within just the United States, uh, just between weather, you know, Seattle had that crazy little ice storm. And then now California is kind of drowning a little bit. We and, missed like cyclone storms. Yeah. Unending, which you know, while well, we were in while we were in Sayulita, yeah. So the things are getting spicy here on mm-hmm. Earth lately, and <laughs> and then Southwest and all the flights getting canceled, and yeah, it's been entertaining. Which we were a part of the uh, Southwest that was somewhat entertaining after we were done and we got new flights because we had a retreat for January 1st. We just got back from it. January 1st, our New Year's retreat in Sayulita. And we had a flight. We were all ready to go early. We like to go early so we can plant our energy, gather up all the gifts for the swag bags, um, you know, meet with our chef and we have our massage therapist. I mean, all the things that we do just to get ready for our retreat so that we're just ready to just excited and relaxed. And so we had to hustle. We were hustling. Yeah, because what happened was our our flight, because we were flying southwest. We normally fly southwest whenever we're going to Mexico. And it got canceled the day before we were supposed to fly out. So we had to kind of um, pivot. Pivot, yeah. And we ended up flying out two days later, which gave us one full day before the retreat to kind of get everything settled and and yeah that was kind of chaotic and then we got to Salulita and we were exhausted because we had woken up the day of traveling at 1 a.m to catch our flight at 5 a.m because it takes us around 45 minutes to get to the airport and we have a bunch of bags and it's just a process and we wanted to make sure we really were there and did not miss this flight because we were really kind of crunching down on time and so yeah we were when we got to Sayulita we hadn't really slept for like had a good sleep uh for a, a day and then we got in and we have, you guys don't understand, when we travel, we do not travel light because we have to carry, of course, all of the magical things into the retreat space and kind of... Now we have more magical things. And yeah, and create like <laughs> a little abode and sacred place for, we, we try to make the villas really feel like home and add in our own special touch. 
which means we have to bring a lot of things. So when we got to Sayulita, we did not realize that the location that we had picked for the night before, because we don't we don't stay in the villa until one night prior before everybody gets there. This place that we were staying in was in the middle of town, which Sayulita, if you've been there, the middle of town is extremely noisy, loud place. And then also it was like four flights up these stairs and we had five suitcases with us and we had not slept at all so that was one big step that we had to get through and it was new year's eve and it was new year's (laughs) eve and then um do you want to tell them what happened the next day yes because it was wild well we we didn't realize that we were literally right over a bar in the place that we were staying and i was like what is that noise and bailey said the bar this bar with the swing is right below us and so anyhow so we were running on a little bit of fumes and i had gone out that night to get some of the swag on places that i know that we really like their sarongs and all of the other things for their gift bags and so we were we were just a little rummy and so what ended up happening is that we're dry we got golf carts which we've never done that before because generally we're in town within walking distance of everything like a few blocks here a few blocks there so we're out in this this villa retreat center which was gorgeous and beautiful and some of the ladies loved the golf cart rides but we had golf carts we had to go get the golf carts so we're driving through town it's super festive we're very excited and then um i said bailey take a picture of these the colorful flags and so she grabs my phone and then we're just we're hopping and hustling we have to go get all of our bags which bailey was telling you about which we now have all the sound bath things as well so we have a ocean drum crystal bowls angel bells i mean there's so much stuff our our pile keeps growing every trip and so we were we were driving through town and we get to the get all the way around the corner to where um i think we didn't realize it till we were in front of the golf cart place because we wanted them to check something so we got in front of the golf cart place and i looked for my phone and it was gone and we were on the other side of town at this point and yeah it was nowhere to be found and that's always been like the biggest fear because my mom holds you know a lot of your guys's who are coming on the retreats information um everything everything there's so much on there that i shouldn't even get into it because it's just it'll make you nervous it'll make you a little bit nervous (laughs) i told my mom in the moment when we realized that it was like because what happened was I wasn't telling my mom this at the time. I kind of waited for it to settle a little bit because we were running around the town trying to look around and find it. And I had called it and it went straight to voicemail. And I knew in that moment, I'm like, all right. So because her phone was on probably like 15 minutes ago. So it either got smashed and it's broken or somebody found it and turned it off and um, was not planning on giving it back. So (laughs) we... Um, yeah, we were searching for it everywhere. And I told my mom in the moment, you, I was like, you know, I'd rather throw my phone into the ocean and have your phone because it just, it had so much, so many things on it. So it was a good learning lesson, but I'm really proud of how we handled it because we're going to talk about this a little bit in this podcast, but I think older, no, I know older versions of myself and 
if I can say, yeah, me. yeah older versions of you, when this happened the day before a retreat, so we don't have anybody's contact. I have enough contacts in my phone to where we can get into contact with the right people to get others. But um, yeah, just so much that older versions of us would have panicked. We would have freaked out. We would have, you know, kind of been in victim mindset. But we kind of, I was actually really... I was impressed with us. I was impressed and I was also really just refreshed that we didn't go into panic whatsoever, actually. We're just like, all right. And we had so much to do on top of now having to figure out the phone situation. We had, you know, everybody was arriving the next day. And so, um, yeah, we just took it one step at a time and we figured it out. And and I, I think that those are the moments when you know, things happen in life that are really inconvenient and a bummer and frustrating. Um, Those are the moments that really teach you how much and show you how much you've grown and how far you've come. Because the truth of the matter is we had no control over it. All we could do was just take it one step at a time and figure out a solution. And getting all stressed out and panicked wasn't going to help either of us. And so I'm just really glad that we both chose that mindset within that because we helped keep each other grounded and level headed so we can figure out a clear solution for the for it all. And it all worked out. It all worked out. So we did the first thing that we did was we what did we do? We thought, who do we call? Janet. So we called Janet. They're like, Hello, Janet. <laughs> we did so and then I Bailey Bailey graciously gave me her phone so that I wouldn't wouldn't be panicking without a phone because I needed to have be able to contact everybody. So she gave me her phone and we Janet locked the phone immediately. So Janet's our admin, if you yeah. don't know. Yeah, and our and our superhero. <laughs> and our superhero. <laughs> She's everything. And so she locked the phone and then she went to work on her end with all the things that she needed to do. And then we started thinking about how can we get me a new phone and then and then she started, you know, looking for, for Verizons in Puerto Vallarta. And I was going to have to drive to Puerto Vallarta while I was in Salulita. We just didn't have the extra time. So then, anyhow, we ended up getting a new phone. And we, and our helper, Kathleen, who we love. If you're listening, Kathleen, we love you. We, my, and my husband, my husband was also a superhero that day. He went and got a new phone for me, gave it to Kathleen. Kathleen brought it to Salulita. I had a phone the next day but I honestly think and I don't Bailey I I'm not sure if I told you that I think that I was clearing energy from because it happened it happened didn't happen on yeah it happened on December 31st the last day of the year mm-hmm. and that phone had so much old old mm-hmm. stuff and old energy on it so it mm-hmm. was really like a clean little beautiful slate for you I love getting a new phone honestly yeah it was it was like a new energy for sure and it did feel like I was clearing old energy. So there's always a reason for things happening. And I do know that. And so I settled into it and we, we managed all of that. So then we got everything handled, ended up, I got the phone at the airport while the ladies were still arriving. So I was able to text them, tell them where I was, although they all had, they all had directions ahead of time, but there's always a few last minute, you know, nervous questions or things like that. So um, he had got all that handled and it ended up being a very 
high vibrational magical retreat. The ladies are actually planning on buying an Airbnb together and they're planning on doing all of these. They're like, they stayed afterwards and some of them stayed um, afterwards in, in Puerto Vallarta that, and added on a few days. And these ladies had just met each other. So it was, mm-hmm. it was just, it shows you how amazing the universe is and how you're supported if you just do the next right thing. And so... Bailey and I, the next day, we decided to do a, this is really a cool part about tapping in, about breath work, and about um, the energy that is just there, always supporting your growth. And what happened was we... It was the morning, just trying to wrap really quick, because it was the morning before everybody got in. So. Oh, yeah, because they gave us, they actually gave us Poco, the re- retreat center, a day early so mm-hmm. we could settle in the day early yeah so that was super nice oh my gosh so we went there and we did um bailey said okay i'm gonna go do breath work but i think you should come with me if you want to and so i went i was like yes i want to want to join you in your practice and and i'm learning more about breath work it's um, bailey's passion and i'm and it's super powerful and i've been um wanting to do it more with her and she invited me we spend so much time together that i you know we don't want to we want to give each other our own practices at times so that we can both step into the space so i went up to do the breath work for her so we're both doing our breath work she gives me a practice to do and i do it and then we go into meditation just silent meditation and we both went into parallel uh, meditation that brought us to the same point in time which is which is so beautiful and so bizarre and so magical all at the same time so do you want to tell them about it sure yeah I mean you know I've been learning I feel like I've, there's always just something new to learn about breath work and I was actually studying something on the way over to Puerto Vallarta um, to Sayulita in the airport and it was talking about this certain breath technique that I did that morning along with my mom, that the practice that I gave my mom. And what it does is it it, it gets in touch. I won't get too scientific, but it gets in touch with the, the limbic brain, which holds memory and emotions. And while 5% of our brain is uh, our conscious thoughts, the other 95% is our subconscious layer. So, so much information is held in there that we never tap into. So we were doing this breath that kind of got us past that that conscious layer into the subconscious. And, and yeah, in my practice, I wasn't even expecting it. But this huge wave of emotion and epiphanies came in through my practice and through the 15 minutes that I just couldn't stop like I just felt this overwhelming and it was a good cry like sobbing like I just was overwhelmed with emotions and it was because I was coming to it was wild all these memories from the past over my lifetime and a lot of the things that my mom and I have been through hardships together and you know things that I've like Bali different heartbreaks like all of these harder emotions harder times um were all like kind of uh, I don't even know like a movie in my head and but it was with this underlying knowing that it was being shown to me because all of that needed to happen 
in order to get to what we are doing now. And we feel so lit up about what we're doing and we feel so on path. And it was this crazy moment of my mom and I sitting in this beautiful chalet doing breath work and me moving through all of these painful, painful times in my life, but knowing that can see it clearly as each one was leading up because I had been following my intuition my whole life, not even knowing that I was doing it really. And every single event, bad or good, was leading us to this moment because we were supposed to do this work together. And while I was having this in this lifetime, this experience, my mom, and I didn't realize it at the time, was also crying because she was going my mom being my mom was tapping into past lives that, you know, and we always say, take what resonates with you and leave what doesn't. But we do wholeheartedly believe in past lives. We've had many experiences that, and I'm, I'm a skeptical little soul. I am. I, I really have, I don't truly fully dive. I'll kind of be like, yeah, that's a possibility, but I won't fully dive in until I feel like I've experienced it myself. Or I've, you know, I know it to be true through myself. But this I know to be true because it's like this deep, deep knowing that I don't even really need. It's just that's how you know something hits home. Mm -hmm. So anyways, my mom was having the same experience about she was in her session. They were taking her way back, you know, to different past lives that we had together and different events where we were basically agreeing to come. Now, this is a super deep podcast for you guys, but we were agreeing to come back here together and do this work together. And we had been through many, many past lives where it was hard. And and I can feel that even, you know, and I can see too how there's been moments that, and we've talked about it here and there within this life that we've been through some really, you know, life changing things together and very serious events that were you know one way or the other so do you want to explain what happened within your breath work where you went well I can just tell you that it was we were um, I wholeheartedly believe in past lives and I was raised you know very traditional Catholic and it just that didn't resonate with me to go in and offer up my sins to another person it was like why can't I just talk to God and that that was like my first part of my awakening and I think it was like in second grade when I started thinking like that like it didn't make sense to me and so anyhow with this and then the opening has been happening and happening and now I feel like I'm really connected um, to my higher power to God my angels so I was in my breath work which opens you up and like Bailey was saying it connects you to the subconscious, which stores everything, including including old memories of past lives. And so I've been, I just got certified with the Akashic Records and where I can go in and look at past lives and so, and actually pull them down. And it's like a big library and explains why you experience each lifetime and gives you the lessons. And it can be super healing when you're able to look at a, a past life. So I didn't know any of this was going to happen. I was just going to go up there and just experience the breath work and then just meditate and listen um, to our 
the music that we're playing just to kind of unwind and get grounded in the in the earth and then all of these images started flowing through me and then I saw Bailey and myself in a past life in a big huge hallway and we were signing this parchment paper like with a it was with it with an inkwell like kind of where you dip it in and then you write and um with this quill or it wasn't a feather it was actually like a where you dip it in the inkwell it's the only way I can see that it looks like and I was right we were writing and we were writing an, an agreement a soul contract with each other to come back in this life and do this work because that we had people who were who were kind of against us and really trying to hurt us and and so not long after that both of us died and I was just sobbing in in my in my meditation as I was seeing all of this happen and so it just gave you such great clarity on why we're do why we're so driven to do this is it you know on the outside everybody's like oh gosh that's so great you're traveling here and there and here and there and it is really great and it is we are so grateful but you know we've only been home five days and we're leaving again to go to Costa Rica and we're very excited about it but we're we really feel like this is a calling and it's our path and it's our passion and we want to change women's lives and wake them up and help them see the beauty in them and see why they're here and help them move through bad habits that are stuck because and they might not even know why they're stuck and and so that brings us to our subject matter for this podcast is you know when women come to our podcast or come to our retreat and they're in in our retreat and then they're they're so lit up and they're so excited and they're they're in this um super safe bubble a super sacred bubble and women are loving on each other and lifting each other up and it's and it's very encouraging. And then you go back into, you know, quote, the the real world. And and you're, you're at your job. You're driving through traffic. You know, the people, you just went through a huge magical journey. And the people who are back at home did not. So you come back. And a lot of times we've heard, what did you, like with one of our participants, like what did you do to my mom? Like she's a changed person. And it's, and... You know, you want, every woman I know wants to hold on to that. And so mm-hmm. they come back and you have to have a practice. Mm-hmm. And so part of that is like committing to your miracle morning is like such a simple thing that we always say, just stay tapped into the magic, stay tapped into your self-love and into your higher self. She will show you the way. Totally. I love that because it's so true. And like I understand when I went to get my yoga teacher training and I was there for a month and I was with 30 other girls and, you know, our days consisted of meditation and breath work and yoga and and playing and eating good food and coming back from that to Sacramento where I've talked about it so much, but Sacramento feels very dense for my energy specifically. So that was like, that was really hard on me. And, but what I gained through that experience and what I also gained throughout our retreats is that you get a little piece of the magic to take home with you. And really that is through your practices. Your practices are, you know, people say you should all, you should meditate, you should do yoga, you should do breath work, all these things, but you really should because these structures and these practices, these habits are what create that shift and what 
carries that energy that you held on to and were in when you're in these retreat spaces or trainings or traveling, you bring those pieces and you you bring those back into your reality and it shifts your reality. But when we come back into these spaces, what happens a lot of the time, and I've experienced it myself too, is that you've just met your higher self, right? In a lot of these situations and your higher self is really just your version of you that's living in a higher timeline that's evolved, that's um, not fully evolved, but in that next level of you, right? The more expressed version, the more free version, the more consistent, disciplined, um, the one that's loving, loving, Mm -hmm. yeah, compassionate, um, really just kind of fully embodied in your human experience and not tapped out. Um, But you have to... When you come back, it's it's easy to kind of maybe sink back into the temptations of your old ways, right? Um, like there was this one book, and I would say the name of it, but I forget the name of it, which sounds terrible. But he, I remember he was talking about, um, and he puts it into a great analogy. Like if you're used to always living in a house where the thermostat is always set at 75 degrees, right? And you go to, you step out of your house finally and you experience a house that the heat is increased. So maybe it's 95 degrees, but you like it in there and you learn all these, like you feel more freer, you feel whatever it may be. And then you come back to your old house and you're used to the 95 degree and you can either bump up the heat in your house and stay in that energy. But a lot of us tend to, it's easier to maybe, you'll do everything to kick on the AC and just kind of settle back into that 75 degrees. So it's about kind of, you know, knowing that the universe is going to come in and test you in a way. Mm -hmm. Yeah, you're going to be for sure. So if you go to a retreat, you come back and you go, I'm, I'm just ready to live the higher timeline. I'm ready to treat myself better. I'm going to eat better. I'm going to do my miracle mornings. I'm going to clear my circle of people who are not really supporting me and, and get rid of the toxicity in my life. I know You could see it so clearly when you're in that environment of being supported and then you come back and, and you will be tested. You will be tested. What is required now is a higher version of you. You're stepping in. You, you've decided that's what you want. So you're coming back. You're in this. You're stepping into the higher timeline. You're bringing it back with you. And then you get some tests. So maybe you're one of your friends who's kind of a gossip drama person says, hey, let's go have cocktails. And you're like, gosh, I'm not doing anything tonight. I should just go. So you are. Instead of going, you know, maybe, maybe I need to do to stay home. Maybe I need to do something else along the line that of what my higher self wants me to do. Not that she's a bad person. I'm certainly not saying that your friend who wants to go have cocktails or any of you who want to go have cocktails. But if it comes with it, a layer of drama, gossip, um, all of that stuff, that's low vibe behavior. And it will pull you back down into the mire. You will go back down into the mire. And especially if it's like always this, I think the main thing is if it's always the same result yeah, or the same story and it's never, you never walk away feeling like uplifted or better or clear Mm -hmm. or just content. Like you walk away feeling beat up, beat up (laughs) 
or <laughs> foggy brain or mm-hmm. like just like you kind of had to pick yourself up again. Mm-hmm. That's those are this the testing situations. Those are the things you look for. And so I love this saying. It says your new level will require a new version of you. Don't fold. Don't fold. So when you get tested, when you have a test come your way, so just choose the higher timeline. Go, what would she choose? What would my higher timeline, what would my higher self choose? If if it's going, maybe it's going to a yoga class or doing something else that, you know, knows, you know, you know that you know that you know that it's not the best choice. Maybe that I have a client who's struggling with releasing um, an old boyfriend. They broke up several times, probably probably 10 times and she gets lonely he calls they they get together again and she knows it's not good for her so now after retreat he calls she's lonely and she says you know I have a yoga class I'm gonna go to and she goes and chooses herself instead of choosing the old behavior that locks her back down into that it's like you're going to be tested you're going to go through that yeah. And I think that the main thing, too, that you have to recognize, like, within those situations is, like, for example, I'm going to use me. And what I've been really, really, and I've been having, honestly, a challenging time with it is, and I think a lot of our society deals with this, too. So, um, but I'm, I've noticed with my phone and with Instagram or with Facebook or other social media platforms, whenever I'm dealing with an emotion that is challenging me, right? So maybe it's sadness or maybe I'm, you know, looping about something that's happened in the past. Maybe I'm, um, yeah, just dealing with an emotion, frustration, anger that it's uncomfortable. Like those emotions are hard to sit with. And I've noticed that whenever I'm going into that space, I reach for my phone a lot, like almost automatically without thinking about it. And I'll start numbing out through my phone. And I don't like that I do that because it never makes me feel better afterwards, mm-hmm. you know, because the emotion's still there. And mm-hmm. and most likely maybe I've seen something on my phone that is triggering you it it opens up a whole different path and so the thing is is that a lot of these tests that the universe are going to give you normally they're in situations where you're choosing to add in a habit that is numbing you or distracting you or self-sabotaging you and putting you back into your old ways that's not moving you forward. It's kind of just keeping you asleep and moving backwards. Does mm-hmm. that make sense? So like mm-hmm. with the old boyfriend, that who your client mm-hmm. is probably going back to that old boyfriend, hoping that maybe this time it'll it will be different. Mm-hmm. Or maybe um, it's comfortable. And for a, a split second, she feels relief. She mm-hmm. feels like she can kind of shut down the thoughts in her head. But then at the end of the day, when it's done, set, everything's done and it's over, like, you and know, it's the same situation, same situation, she's left feeling 
with the same emotion, if not worse, because it keeps mm-hmm. happening over and over again. So then it's like the self-worth issues. And she's signing up for it. Yeah. Instead mm-hmm. of feeling, being, choosing different. So the mm-hmm. test here now is the universe when that boyfriend comes in, the, the test is to say, okay, so I know that this way doesn't work. My old version of me would keep trying to beat my head against this wall that is not going to get mm-hmm. me anywhere. So instead, even though it may feel uncomfortable and it may be new and it may not completely alleviate the uncomfortable emotions that I'm sitting with, but in the long run, it will help me process so I don't have to keep moving through the same cycle. I can end the cycle. So I'm going to actually replace instead of going and answering his phone call, I'm going to go do something that fills up my cup like a yoga class or I'm going to journal or I'm going to put my phone away and I'm going to take a hot bath and I'm going to listen to some soothing music and and I'm going to find a way to fill up my own cup with myself Mm -hmm. and those are the ways that the universe is going to give you opportunities to evolve and to build a stronger foundation for you to sit with throughout your whole entire life that nobody can take away from you Mm -hmm. absolutely and I think it's really um, amazing to look at all the big ways like that way and the little ways that you can be tested such as sleeping pat you know hitting your snooze button when you know that you set your alarm at 6 a.m and you want to get up and do your miracle morning practice and you're all ready to go and you're all excited and you get home from your retreat or from some other place that has shifted your mindset and your growth and you're excited about life and you okay every morning I'm going to get up so you do it for the first week and then the second week hits and you're consistent for the first half of the week and then the second half of the week you know I'm just going to sleep in today today I'm going to sleep in so you reach over and you hit the snooze button and you notice how the day doesn't have as much flow how you're not tapped in like you were when you were you know starting your day with your miracle morning and you're But you go, you know, it's okay. I'll do it tomorrow. And then you slept in the day before. You go, you know what? I'm just going to sleep in one more day and I'll start over on Monday. I'm telling you, that phrase right there is the killer of all killers. That's called folding. That's called giving up. That's called one day turns into two, turns into three. And pretty soon you've dropped your practice. You go, what happened? I was so fired up. I was so on point. I was so excited. And so it is just committing committing to you committing to your growth and committing to her that higher higher self that's that called to you that you saw that is just waiting for you just to step in and be consistent so um not to beat yourself up but to go okay today i'm i'm going to do it today not tomorrow not monday today i'm going to get up Mm -hmm. and i think that also Mm -hmm. like sometimes within our practices We have this, so we have these crazy experiences within retreat spaces Mm -hmm. or ceremonies or classes, workshops, whatever it is that you found yourself in. Um, And then when we go home and maybe we start doing our practices, we're like, oh, well, that was kind of, that didn't feel as good or that I didn't get, I didn't feel as open or whatever it may be, but Know that not every single meditation, not every single Mm -hmm. yoga class, not every single breathwork session, journaling session, whatever it is, again, Mm -hmm. is going to feel like this enlightening experience, but it's it's showing up consistently and knowing that there's Mm -hmm. going to be certain days where it's going to feel really good, and then there's going to be certain days where, sorry, it's going to feel like, oh, that was a shitty 
meditation. Like I kind of had a a crappy breathwork session this morning where, you know, my mom and I both had that crazy, (laughs) like wild breathwork session, uh, like parallel, you know, Mm -hmm. session in Sayulita. And I remember after that happened, the ladies, you guys all went on. I had taught a yoga class that morning and then you guys went to the beach. So I was kind of as an empath. I was taking some time to collect my energy and wash off anything that was mine so I could remain grounded throughout the week. So I went up and I'm like, I'm going to go do another one of those freaking breathwork sessions and go to and <laughs> see how far I can go back. And it, it wasn't as good of a session. Mm-hmm. And so know that too. You know, that don't feel discouraged, but just keep showing up and know that every single time that you spend with yourself in these places Mm -hmm. of clearing space, Mm -hmm. that you're going to get a different outcome each time. Mm -hmm. And just be open. Be open to the experiences and be open to what comes through. Mm -hmm. It's a practice. And not to judge it. Yeah. That's why I love that knowing that. At any point in time, I can't tell you how many times I have face planted. I mean, seriously, big, big face plants. There were moments when I didn't want to be here anymore. I mean, that's that's pretty bad. That's how, that's how big of a face plant it was. And I didn't just skim my knees. Like, I broke, <laughs> broke my arms. It was like I did not you know, was thinking that maybe the world would be better without me. And I'm, I'm being completely honest here. That's how I felt. And not, and more than once that has happened, not, not for a while, but it's happened a few times in my life because life can be challenging. And I was not seeing where grace and ease and flow were. I couldn't see it. And then when I started praying and asking for God to show me, And then really I asked him to be loud and I asked him to take the cotton balls out of my ears because I just did not want to do it like this anymore. That's when things changed for me. And then me not being consistent is not an option for me anymore after having experienced that low of lows. And so I want to tell you that you doing the work and then showing up and going, well, maybe I need to go to a one day. I'm sure that all of you live all over the place. I'm sure there are, there are light workers all over the world. And Bailey has an online breathwork class starting um, as well on February 1st. And then our retreats are everywhere. I mean, I can't even tell you there's people all around you who want to help you, honestly. And they're, you just have to open up your eyes. And But first ask and then open up your eyes yeah yeah that was great so wow this I really like this podcast you know it's funny too speaking of like I I honestly did not want to <laughs> so so this may be a little bit too honest but I was not very excited to do this podcast what I, <laughs> I know I was just kind of in one of those moods where I'm like I've been kind of frustrated all day mm-hmm. So I've been mm-hmm. wanting to kind of just go and be, Cocoon. yeah, mm-hmm. and sit with it for a little while and kind of let it move through me. So I'm like, the last thing I probably should do is talk, talk. into a microphone <laughs> and put it on the internet. But this, is, <laughs> but this has been one of my favorite podcasts because That's it's been so, so, I think there's a lot of little nuggets in mm-hmm. here that hopefully whoever's listening, maybe you needed to hear that. Mm-hmm. And and to know also really quick, 
because speaking of face planning, I used to self-sabotage all the time. And and to moments where, especially when we're doing this work, where I was like, oh, I'm not worthy of doing this work. Like, But it was, I didn't give up on myself. And though maybe it had been, you know, a couple of face plants in a row, I still dragged myself up, dusted myself off and began again. Mm-hmm. So it's okay. It happens if you, again. if you fall off, mm-hmm. but do give yourself the chance and honor yourself enough to start again. Mm-hmm. You came here. You're not perfect. You came here to learn and grow and love and face plant and get back up and face plant again and mm-hmm. get back up and it's good and there's lots of people who will love you through that process and if they're not then move on yeah and I've honestly yeah. and I'm sure you could say the same I learned have learned so much during my face plants oh gosh I've learned so Contrast, much yeah for sure. it, it gave me a lot of wisdom that mm-hmm. I use now in a lot of my classes and teachings and mm-hmm. in life in mm-hmm. general so there's Absolutely. meaning, yeah, there's lessons behind everything if you give yourself the opportunity to to pause, breathe, recenter, and yeah, normally get to come the other through. side. Mm-hmm. Get to the other side of the face plant. Yeah. <laughs> so with that, we just want to wish you so much love, and we're grateful for every one of you who takes the time to listen and give us your feedback like you have been. We're very, very appreciative. Mm-hmm. Always. So... Yeah, we hope you enjoyed, and until then, we will, well, we are sending you so much love on your journey always, and we will talk to you guys next week. Next week. Bye. Bye.